Welcome to Sex in the City Cast, the most opinionated Sex in the City podcast out there. We're your hosts. I'm Antoinetta. And I'm Katrina. And we're not sponsored by anybody because we swear too much. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Satcast. We are your hosts. I'm Antoinetta. And I'm Katrina, and we are on season four, episode four. What's sex got to do with it? Sorry uh, for our hiatus. I was on vacation, and then we were just really busy. But I think we bounce back quick enough. Yeah, we'll be good. Especially because this season's so fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, season four is good. But thanks for it's- sticking around with us. We understand we're not like a very regular podcast, so we appreciate when you listen. We'll, we'll be better. Or we at least we'll try, to, we'll try to be. Yes. Um, this episode was really fun to do. Um, it's our second episode with Ray who uh if you want to be debriefed a little quick or quick um the last episode she was with big carrie was with big and she met ray at a jazz club um he was the jazz owner he was playing the bass or something um samantha started dating maria the artist um yeah i think those are like the big plot points that continue on to this episode yes um you know charlotte has just started having sex with Trey in normal places, and Miranda was dating that guy that pooped in the open. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, the poop guy. Yeah, the poop guy. Um, but Jim yeah, Gaffigan, a- a.k.a. Chris Crandy. Yeah, yes, there you go. This episode was pretty good. Um, lots of cringe, lots of, like, vintage cringe from this show. Like, Lots really of offensive. white women hot takes. Yeah, lots of... Oh, God. Lots of offensive, homophobic garbage. This is, like, what it probably sounds like when our moms get together with other moms and talk about things. <laughs> yeah, it was very boomer. Yeah, very boomer. Like, uh, what? What, what? What is she doing? What is she's she just doing? trying to get attention. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, yeah, like we said, it's a pretty homophobic episode, so, like, if that sort of thing bothers you, <clears throat> might not be the episode for you. Check in when we're back with Aiden. Yeah, it's not, uh, well, yeah, it's not transphobic, I don't think, in this episode, is it? It's not transphobic, but there is, like, a joke that is now used as, like, a transphobic joke. Yeah. Um, because at one point Miranda's like, "Ooh, I can just wake up and be a shoe or whatever," and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like what like Donald Trump would say. Like Miranda literally sounds like Donald Trump. Yeah, and it's like that attack helicopter meme. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're transitioning to a woman. I'm transitioning to an attack helicopter. The gays are getting married now. Well guess i could marry my dog oh yeah like oh. it's like that kind of humor and you know the funny thing about that is it's like okay go ahead i don't give a fuck yeah seriously just don't fuck your dog <laughs> spark joy yeah. <laughs> whatever makes you happy yeah really um anyway uh shall we get into it yes let's start it's like a fly in my face okay <laughs> All right, season four, episode four. What's sex got to do with it? Um, the episode starts off with Carrie's voiceover saying, 
New York City, no matter how well you think you know it, there's always somewhere or someone new to discover. And she's at Ray's apartment, and her voiceover continues saying, I was on my second date with Ray King, who lived in Queens. It's <laughs> funny. Although it felt like our second service fourth date, because we'd been to three jazz clubs in one night, which is very excessive. Um, and Ray's, they're having like some kind of conversation, and Ray says, I can't think for shit, but damn, can I chop? And he's like making some kind of vegetable dish. Um, and Carrie says, and where did you? Where does one learn this skill? And he says, the Jersey Shore. And Carrie goes, oh, is that where you're... F-? And he like cuts her off, and he says, listen, this lick right here is why I wanted to play the bass. And like he's like listening to the music, um, and like interrupts her to listen to the music. He goes, man, how about that? Jesus, that's sweet. Listen to that again. And like he goes to his like record player to replay it. Um, and she looks confused while he plays it again, and he like... <laughs> Spazzes out, and you said he was playing air drums or something. He's like, <laughs> like waving yeah. his arms around. Yeah, it's like literally what it's like, like to date any man who's into vinyl. He's like, wait, 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 <laughs> and like needs to like show you. Yeah, he's like, oh, you think that's a good album? <laughs> oh, wait till I show you. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh, here we fucking go. Yeah, exactly. nothing you ever play will ever be good enough. And it's ever. like you've triggered them. It's like they're yeah. like in a fugue state now, and they have to yeah. show you like eighteen different albums. Yes, like, oh I know. It's like at that point, just like pretend to sleep. Like, and then and then what they come back with is like pet sounds. And you're yeah, like, oh. you're like yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah. what All is right. this one hundred and one? Like, come on. <laughs> But that's what men do. Yeah. yeah. Men are very 101. And yeah. when they get to 101, they're like, I'm an expert now. Yep, exactly. They think they know everything. <laughs> Listens to pet sounds once. Yeah. Or like, they're like, did you know that the Kinks had a concept album? It's like... Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. Well, they just think the Kinks is like Lola. They don't know about the village green. They don't know shit. <laughs> did you know that the Kinks did a concept album? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Sure do. Right um, back at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but continue. <laughs> um, you mentioned that his apartment looked really nice, and um, it was really nice. He had one of those like kind of like warehouse sliding doors. Mm-hmm. Which is very in right now, actually. I've only ever seen that kind of door on Queer as Folk. Yeah. Um, Brian had it, and they lived in Philadelphia. But, like, Brian Kinney had it, and he was, like, the hot guy who had the coolest apartment. So I've always, like, wanted one because of him. Those, like, sliding industrial doors are, like, really in right now, too, in, uh, like, house remodeling and that sort of thing. Yeah, they're cool. Mm-hmm. His apartment yeah. is really pretty. I, I liked his wall of vinyl. I thought it was really cute. And um, even though it's kind of cringe, um, I like his... I like the the thing that hangs over his island with the pots and pans, but it just has, like, instruments all instruments, over Instruments, yeah. I thought it was cool, too. But also, yeah, it'd be annoying if a guy actually did have that. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's just like... You'd be like, oh, fucking great. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it more, obviously, in the episode, but... I don't know. He would just irritate... Uh, guys like him irritate me. 
yeah, guys like him just remind me of like what the dating scene is like to be like in your like mid twenties dating like guys who are into things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what they're all like. Right, because men can't just like something; they have to be like, like insanely into like one fucking thing, and then yeah. Take yeah. it to an extreme, and they're they're into everything except you. Yeah, like I don't know if I, did I tell you that um, Adam had like a Rocky Erickson tattoo. He was like obsessed with Rocky Erickson, but didn't seem like he knew that much about him. Oh. Like he was just like weird. Like he was like, oh, I love Rocky Erickson. He had a really bad Rocky Erickson tattoo here, and then a Bruce Springsteen silhouette here. And like I do like some Bruce Springsteen, sure, but like it was just I don't know, it was weird. And then, like, I was playing, like, a playlist that I had that, like, I just, like, I make from, like, whatever Discover Weekly puts on, but, like, it's the songs that I like from it. So it was literally, like, that, like, shitty, like, I don't know, instrumental electronic band called Black Mouth Super Rainbow. They're kind of, like, trippy sounding, but it's, like, nice to just mm-hmm. walk to or, like, mm-hmm. clean the house yeah. to. I had one of their songs on there, and he was like, what is this? I was like, uh, Black Mouth Super Rainbow? And he's like, uh, it's not something I would normally listen to, but it does sound good. Like, why do you have to make a comment like that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fucking irritating. It's rude. It's like, yeah, I'm a fucking plub who listens to electronic music. Like, come on. <laughs> Can I enjoy anything? Like, for once, I don't, why am I questioned? Meanwhile, he's like, to fucking Bruce Springsteen. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look, glory days. Like with my fucking dad. Like, give me a break. Or Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> He's gonna find out who's naughty or nice to Bring you. Santa Claus is coming to town. So, uh, yeah. Vinyl guys are freaks. Uh, you men, uh, PSA, you can collect vinyl. You can be into vinyl without being a freak. So just take that with a grain of salt. Um, and Carrie says, this might be a good time to tell you, I don't like jazz. And he falls on the floor really dramatically and says in, like, an Italian accent that also sounded like, I don't know, like, almost vampire-y. And he's like, why would you say something like Yeah, I don't know why he would say, say it that way either. He's like, why would you say something like that? She's like, uh, she's like, I don't know, you can't follow it, there's melody, it's all over the place. Carrie's a pleb. Um, and Ray says, <laughs> Ray says, Carrie, you've got to try to, you've got to stop trying to make it be something else and appreciate it for what it is. I wish I had my, my bass. Come here, you be the bass. And he like grabs her and starts pretending to like strum on her body. And she says, don't I have to be in, in the musician's union? You play all the, you play all those instruments? Like kind of pointing to all the stuff he has around his house. And Ray goes, plays a little strong. I learn a few notes. I get bored. I move on. Listen to the bass. The beauty of jazz is that it can go anywhere. It can go from here to here to here. And, like, he's, like, stroking her body where when the last here, when he says here, um, he goes down to the vagine. <laughs> and uh, Carrie's always ever says, it was right about that time I started to appreciate a little type of music we call jazz. She talks like such an idiot. <laughs> well, it was about that time I started to appreciate the little type of music we call jazz. Like, you sound like you have a fucking speech impediment. Yeah, I know. 
We call jazz. Little tiny we call jazz. Well, and I don't understand why she doesn't appreciate it because, like, well, Big takes her to the club. Big seriously really loves, like, jazz and, like, that kind of music. Jazz band. Uh, and then also, like, the theme song is, like, not, it's like, well, it's, it's like, jazz kinda, like, inspired. Yeah, it's jazz inspired. It's, like, tango y. Yeah. Um, but it is jazz inspired, so. It's just, it's funny. She has, like, no real interest, though. Like, let's be real. The woman's an idiot. Yeah, she she's definitely a fucking idiot. Um, so we're with all the gals at a bar, and Miranda says, What did you do last night, Carrie? And Carrie says, I listen to jazz. And she's like... <laughs> she's like giggling like a fucking baby. She's like... <laughs> and like, literally, no one knows what she's talking about. So the Ooh. other three of them are just like staring at each other like... Yeah, they're like, uh, like, clue us in, Carrie. Have you ever seen that gif from Veep where she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. They're all like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like, what the fuck? God, I love that scene. Um, and Charlotte goes, what is so funny about jazz? And Carrie says, here it is. Last night, with Ray, I had... (laughs) Keeps giggling. The most intense orgasm of my entire life. And Miranda goes, I did my laundry. Continue. And Carrie says, it doesn't make sense. I barely know him. We've only been on two dates. And Charlotte goes, and yet you had sex with him. Okay. <laughs> Puritan woke Charlotte. Chill. Um, and Samantha says, can everyone please let Carrie talk about the sex? And Carrie goes, the mind-blowing sex. I realize that this next statement makes me a bit of a freak. And then they all lean in to hear what she's going to say. And she goes, but usually I have to be in love with someone to have that kind of orgasm. And it's like, yeah, you sound like a fucking creepy freak. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) And Samantha says, you might want to see someone about that. (laughs) Carrie says, what the hell is going on? And Charlotte goes, maybe Ray is the one. And Samantha says, well, she says, maybe your clitoris thinks so, but she says clitoris. She says clitoris, and it makes me cringe. It sounds like it's a kind of dinosaur. Yeah. I, that's what I thought it was when I first, like, learned what the word was. And I don't know, for some reason, it just makes me cringe. I can't stand it. Yeah, it sounds bad. Um, and Carrie goes, it was probably just a fluke. I'm going to go back tomorrow to find out. And Miranda says, I, on the other hand, am on strike. And Charlotte says, what does that mean? And Miranda says, it means I'm not having any more sex. And Samantha says, that's not a strike, that's a slump. And Miranda says, it might have started as one, but I'm in control of it now. I made the cautious decision not to have sex until conditions improve. And Carrie says, how many people will be affected by the strike? And Miranda says, so far it's just the one, but I'm optimistic. The thing is, I can't go on any more bad dates. I'd rather be home alone than out with some guy who saw socks on the internet. And Samantha says, well, I'm dating someone, someone I actually like. And everyone's like, oh, wow, great. And she says, it's Maria. And Charlotte says, Maria? Maria? My Maria? From the gallery? And Samantha says, well, she's my Maria now. We're having a relationship. Yes, ladies, I'm a lesbian. (laughs) And Carrie says, wait a second, you're in a relationship? And Samantha says, yes, and she just walked in, so please get those looks off your faces. 
Maria, you know Charlotte. And this is Carrie and Miranda. And they're all like, uh, uh, great to see you. Uh. And <laughs> Miranda goes, I see you told them. And then they're all walk. Well, Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte, like, are leaving later that night. And they're walking home. Uh, and Carrie, like, of course, they're debriefing and talking shit about Samantha, who's in a relationship, when Samantha's always just the fucking butt of the joke. So, um, Carrie goes, how does that work? You go you go to bed one night, and you wake up the next morning, and you're a lesbian? Miranda says, I forgot to tell you, I'm a fire hydrant. And Carrie goes, ha yeah, I'm a shoe. I always wanted to be one, and now I am. And, like, those jokes are really transphobic now. Like, that kind of thinking yeah. has been used to like talk down people who are changing their gender who are gender queer like oh, I'm an attack helicopter now like I can be anything I want well yeah it's like it's like how like our dads would talk if they were yes. talking about like trans people or something and like even like I feel like our dads would have more of an understanding like of trans people than this like right. that's like what like boomers talk like when they think they're around like like-minded people yeah, I feel like our parents are much less hostile about something like that because they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I couldn't I couldn't pay my dad to care either way about trans people. He'd be like, I don't... Okay. He'd be like, well, whatever makes you happy. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's as far as they're willing to go. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't, I don't want to talk. They wouldn't be like, I'm a helicopter. <laughs> they're like, whoa, people are going to be anything these days, huh? <laughs> yeah. And Carrie and Miranda sound like fucking bigots. They do. Uh, well, Charlotte does too, but Carrie and Miranda are kind of like the worst like little tag team. Because uh, right after that, Charlotte goes, I don't think she's a lesbian. I think she just ran out of men. Yikes. Woke, woke Charlotte! Hash brown, woke Charlotte. Woke Charlotte. Um, and then Miranda says, then you go on strike. You don't eat pussy. And it's like... And it's like <laughs> And it's a really awkward way that she says it, too, because, like, Carrie's like, what the fuck did you just say? Well, and, like, I felt like the episode, they were kind of insinuating that, like, Miranda has this, like, this instinct to want to, like, eat pussy. Because then later on, when Samantha's talking about um, Maria's vagina, she's like, you guys want pudding? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, totally. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like I wish they did they more just of that. Make her gay? Yeah. Why didn't they just make any of them like legitimately gay? Or like why couldn't like Yeah, I mean it could have been like uh Cynthia Nixon like later in life or something. Like, you know, she dates guys at the beginning and then she realizes, you know, I wanna date women and I wanna like be with a woman. Yeah, and like why did like I don't know, it almost felt like Samantha's relationship was awakening something in Miranda because she's like you go on strike, you don't start eating pussy. And it's like, is that why you went on strike? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're about like, to eat pussy? Just, like, go ahead. You can eat pussy. You don't need to go on strike. Yeah, exactly. You can do both, girl. <laughs> and then, like, this is, like, definitely, uh, like, spoiling the end of the episode, but, like, why does it take her to eat, like, an entire sheet pancake to realize that she needs to masturbate? Like, I know. Well, I was kind of confused as to why, like, uh, her sex strike included masturbation yeah because so you're usually tired of going like, on dates so you're not even masturbating <laughs> why yeah usually it's like i'm super depressed i don't want sex but i want food not like i need to masturbate and then i won't want food anymore like it's weird yeah it makes no sense 
And why, like, why did it take her, like, an entire sheet pancake to realize that? Because, uh, she realized that if she, um, masturbated, she'd be thinking of women. Yeah. She'd be thinking about Bucetta. (laughs) Right. Um, Carrie says, like, ew, did you just say eat pussy? And Miranda says, I did, but just for emphasis. Um. What? Are you, what? Okay. Um. Huh? And then... Carrie says, um, the truly amazing thing is, I have I have the news tonight. I have the most intense orgasm of my life and Samantha still managed to obsess me. And it's like, oh, you're such a fucking narcissist. Like, everything fucking has to be about you. Your friend yep. just came out to you, and it's still about you. Yeah, it's still about her, and then, like, like the other two, too. It's like, okay, she just came out to all of you, and she, like, brought her partner to talk to you like why are you talking shit about her the whole way home like it just this whole like block long scene is so like ew yeah like are you really jealous of her because now you guys are just walking home talking shit about her so maybe she didn't upsex you she just embarrassed herself apparently in front of you yeah because they're talking shit right they're not being nice at all it's always like samantha's such a whore but it's silly and now it's like oh my god, Maria, or Samantha's in a relationship and it's with a woman, it's to piss us off. It's fucking bullshit. Um, and Charlotte says, they've been in my gallery. I introduced them. And Carrie goes, poof, you're a pimp. And it's like, can we stop using this kind of language in this entire conversation? It's fucking, this, like, I had noted that this conversation is literally, like, white women TM on crack. Yeah, it, it's really, really bad. It's terrible. So bad. Um, then we're at Charlotte and Trey's place, and uh, Carrie's voiceover says, Later that night, inspired by Samantha's willingness to explore new territory, and I kind of, like, thought about that line, and it's like, they're all jealous of her. Yeah. They're all fucking jealous that she can- Because she doesn't have to deal with a man. Yeah, and she doesn't have all these hang-ups, and if she wanted to date a woman, she can date a woman, and if she wants sex, she gets sex. She doesn't have all these, like, little, like, eh- She's not like, yeah, should I, shouldn't I, will I, won't I? It's like, she just does what she wants. And then, you know, and Charlotte can't even be honest with her fucking husband about what she wants. Like, it's pathetic. Yeah. They (laughs) they hate her because, yeah, she's like what they wish they could be. But then they're like, they're angry at her for it. Mm -hmm. Well, of course they are. Yeah. Um, They're insecure. Um, Charlotte felt it was time to conquer some old territory, the bed, where she and Trey had so much trouble as man and wife. And Trey says, here we are. Shall we have a glass of wine first? And they're just, like, staring at the bed. And Charlotte says, I'm fine unless you, uh, and he goes, no, no, I'm okay. And she goes, if you don't feel ready, and he just, like, grabs her and kisses her and they fall onto the bed. Um, and then Miranda's at a bakery, and Carrie's voiceover says, just because she was on strike just did, didn't mean she had to do without. That's how Miranda discovered the perfect relationship. John Stewart and chocolate eclairs. So she's like just like chilling on the couch, like eating donuts and watching John Stewart. And like I don't know, I don't like chocolate eclairs. Like that's I don't such like a donuts. Heavy, and that's such like a heavy thing. Like well, they're filled too. Yeah. I hate anything filled like that. I hate like long johns and all that stuff. I hate that. And, like, a donut can be delicious if someone, like, brings it in and I try some of it. It's good. But it's, like, 
I don't understand why everybody seeks out donuts and there's all these artisan donut shops. It's not my favorite treat. What about the cheesecake shops? Why are there no, like, artisan cheesecake shops? There'll be a bubble for those, too. Like, donuts is a bubble, just like cupcakes was a bubble and frozen yogurt was a bubble and vape shops are a bubble. And, like, there's always, like, a new, like, fad dessert for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, cupcakes were, like, the big thing and now there's only, like, a few cupcake shops that survived it. And then there's there were all these frozen yogurt places and only, like, the big chains survived. And now there's, yep. like... I feel like the donuts are on, like, the decline, too. I sure hope so, because they're, like, the most boring dessert. Also, like, I'm never... It's, it's a bad dessert, too, because it's so heavy for me. Like, I don't want a donut because they're, like, 400 fucking calories. Like, at yeah. least with frozen yogurt, it was, like, this light treat. It's a light treat as much of or as little of it as you wanted and you could add fruit to it yeah it's like very scalable yeah <laughs> according to your appetite and like a donut is always heavy and the it's popular ones are the cake donuts which are even heavier like and then they add a bunch of shit to it because like the artisan like cake donut shops it always starts with a cake donut and then there's like like oreos on top of it or like pistachios which are good sure yes. that pistachio is my favorite anything but like Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I've had I just good, don't get it. I've had good donuts, like really good donuts, but then it's just like, all right, no, I'd rather have something else. I don't know. It's weird. Well, I plus like I feel like maybe it's like the older I get, but I'd rather have like mashed potatoes instead, or like I'd rather have I'd an rather, extra slice of bread. Yeah, I'd rather have something like more carby. Mm-hmm. And like donuts are carby, but like less sweet, just like something savory. Same, or something like, like just big piece of pizza or something i agree yeah and again chocolate eclairs and then later on she says she wants to order like several it's like gross yeah and believe me i love chocolate cake it's just like maybe i have the idea of the chocolate diva cake that we had like years ago in my mind whenever i asked for chocolate cake for my birthday Mm -hmm. because every time my mom's gotten it for me it's never no offense mom but like i just never like it Mm -hmm. and i just like have a bite and like i'm done I want, like, I don't know what I want. Maybe I want a brownie. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. That's, like, whenever I smell the chocolate factory by work, I'm like, fuck yeah. But, like, nothing's gonna taste like that smell. You know what I mean? And they probably make, like, advent calendar chocolate. Well, we went, I went there. It It's really good. It's just, it's like. It's good? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was, like, advent calendar chocolate. No, it's, they have, like, a whole shop. It's, it's fine. Um, they have these, like, chocolate creams that were really good, but I can only eat one of them at a time because they were, like, this big and, like, filled with chocolate. And then they have chocolate-covered gummy bears, which, like, Mm. I didn't, I didn't want, but, um, Brad read, like, the, the reviews of the place and they were like, trust me, buy them. They're so good. And they are really good. They're very interesting tasting. Mm-hmm. I would try that. Yeah, you should. Pretty interesting. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> and then we're back at Charlotte and Trey's. And Carrie's voiceover says, That night, Charlotte and Trey enjoyed a sweet ending to their evening as well. And Trey rolls off Charlotte and says, Not bad, huh? And Charlotte <laughs> goes, That was almost mind-blowing. And it's like, Come on. But they're like... Their little Scottish, their Scottish paisley sheets made me, like, chuckle. Because they're, like, all tangled up in it, like a Harlequin novel. Yeah. 
and Charlotte's saying that was almost mind blowing. It's like that means it wasn't, sweetie. Yeah, she's just being like, mm, that was almost mind blowing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> And Carrie's voice was a Charlotte was relieved. Now that they had fixed their problem in the bedroom, she was ready to move back into the other rooms as well. And Charlotte says, so what are you thinking? And, like, she means, like, do you want me to move back in? And Trey says, I'm thinking I've never seen my John Thomas so hard. I swear, Charlotte. At times I felt like it was going to rock it right off. What were you thinking? Um, this, this is really gross to me, too, because, like, um, John is my dad's confirmation name, and Thomas is his middle name. So, like, I just think of my dad too. Like, his name's James John. Also, like, no one just like colloquially like refers to their penis as my John Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Schooner? Did we get to Schooner yet? I thought it was going to rock it right off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, walk a Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Charlotte says, I don't know, should I? Do you... Are we ready to... And she's talking about, like, move back in together. And sh and Trey goes, go again. Houston, we don't have a problem. Three, two, one, blast off. And she looks, like, not sure, but she just laughs, and he rolls on top of her anyway. Also, if, like, some guy initiated sex by going, like, blast off, I'd be like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, like, he's feeding you cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, here comes the NASA spaceship. I'll call it the airplane. <laughs> Woo. I'd be like, no. Um, don't worry, you, you would go like this. Mm. Like a baby. Mm -mm. <laughs> And, like, push him away. <laughs> um, and then we're at Carrie's apartment, and Ray buzzes up to the apartment, and her phone rings at the same time. And Samantha's on the phone, and she says, so did you and the girls run down the, run down the street talking about me? And Carrie says, maybe. Samantha says, for how many blocks? Carrie says, two. Okay, nine. And while this is happening, Carrie's, like, getting changed or, like, getting dressed uh, for Ray to come over. Samantha, Samantha says, Honestly, I'm a little hurt. After all the hours I've sit listening to you people talk about your relationships. And Carrie says, you do that? It's like, of course she does that. She's done that every single time. She's shown, like, more compassion than Carrie ever has when, yeah. like, Charlotte's going through marital troubles. Um, and Samantha goes, I make the courtesy call. Do you think you love him? Blah, blah, blah. And Carrie says, you just caught us a little off guard with the lesbian thing. Samantha goes, it's a label, like Gucci or Versace. Woke Samantha. I mean, like, very, uh, very layman's terms, but it is just a label. Like, yeah. it doesn't she, really it, matter. For her, it's, it, well, for this group, it's very elevated. Yeah. Um, and Carrie goes, or Birkenstock. It's like, okay, hey, Carrie. Bitch. Yeah, like, you live in New York, you've literally never, you, you live in New York in, like, 2001, you've never met a lesbian who, like, <laughs> doesn't fit into the quote-unquote lipstick lesbian folds. Like, there's the whole lesbian um, art dealer or, like, art-buying storyline we had, like, two seasons ago. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. Carrie's an idiot. Um, and Samantha says, this is not about being gay or straight. Maria is an incredible woman. She's got passion, ta talent, and intelligence. And Carrie says, a vagina. Samantha says, vagina-shmagina. 
Harry says, Shemagina. Is that what the lesbians are calling it? And Samantha says, for your information, we haven't even had sex yet. And Carrie says, wow, you really are in a relationship. And Carrie, or Samantha says, yes, I am, Carrie. Life is not all about sex. And Carrie says, try telling that to her schmagina. And this is, like, when Ray comes in and, like, approaches her. While also, she's like, still- why did it take him so long to get, to get up the stairs? It's like a whole conversation, yeah. <laughs> and, like, how did he get in with, like, the, like, she didn't unlock the door? Like, I don't know. He's like sauntering up the stairs, <laughs> or he like got distracted by a dog. He's like Rube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Rube, or like something shiny. Like someone was like waving a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. He's like, and he like, <laughs> he, he comes in looking like Van Helsing too. So that's like what makes me laugh too. Like he's just like sauntering up the stairs, like maybe like changing into his leather jacket as he's walking up the stairs, just like the Rube. Yeah. <laughs> Van Helsing, the let's go. Like hey, Van Helsing. <laughs> oh, man. I like that he uh, looks like Van Helsing. He does look like Van Helsing. He's wearing, like, a weird, like, that really unflattering style of leather jacket that, like, my dad still has. That, like, it's, like, doesn't, like, cut at the waist. It goes, like, longer than the waist, but it's not, like, long. It's just, like, and it's very straight. It's not a duster, and it's it, not, like... Yeah, it a, almost looks like a leather blazer. Yeah, it's like a leather blazer, basically. Yeah. And it's really unflattering. <laughs> it's like a Tommy Wiseau, like, jacket. Yeah. That's what Ray is wearing. My dad still wears one, too. <laughs> um, so Ray, like, comes up to her while she's still on the phone, and she's kind of still talking to her, and Carrie's just kind of like... <laughs> like, while Ray's uh, coming up to her, and he says... I want a bourbon, and I want to go down on you. Not necessarily in that order. And Carrie's like, mm. And Samantha says, the truth is, I really just want it to be special the first time. And Carrie says, well, I'm sure it'll be special. I'm, I'm sure it'll be special because, because, and, like, she's, like, not listening because he's, like, making out with her neck. Um, and he starts, like, taking off her pants. And Samantha says, is Ray there? Um, because she's no fool. And Carrie says, no, no, Samantha, I'm listening, I'm listening. And... Then next scene. And it's like, it's so fucking rude because she just accused Samantha of not listening to their relationship problems, which is. Well, she's like about to fuck. Yeah, and it's like, first of all, it's false. Second of all, she can't even listen to Samantha's relationships shit. Yeah, Samantha's like literally saying, like, I want my first time with the first woman I've ever dated to be special. And Carrie's like, "Mm," like making out. And she's like, "Mm -hmm, sure, it will be. Like, she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Ma, God, I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, like, the line, too, of, like, I want a bourbon, I want to go down on you. Not necessarily yeah. in that order. I'd be like, ew. Like, okay, Ron Swanson ahead of your time. Like, I'd be like, don't get your alcohol in my vagina. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, Ron Swanson. Well, it's like, yeah, but, like, this is, like, proto-Swanson, so, like, I bet, like, guys watching this show now would be like, oh, I'm gonna use that one. They're, like, like, watching with their girlfriends, like, oh, I like that fucking guy. Oh, I like him. I like that guy. He's got music, and he... (laughs) Carrie's at her laptop, and her voiceover says, the next day, I thought about what Samantha said. She wasn't having sex because she wanted to have a relationship, and I was having mind-blowing sex, hoping... 
to turn it into a relationship. So there you have it. We've got a relationship without sex and sex without a relationship. Which had a better shot at survival? I couldn't help but wonder, what comes first, the chicken or the sex? Here's my problem with this episode. Did we not cover this subject in the sex buddy episode? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But she, like, yeah, she doesn't know what to make of this guy. And it's like, you're, like, 36, 37, and, like, you don't know if you're dating this guy or if it's just sex. Like, I don't know. And it's like, she literally had this problem before. Yeah. And she, they tried to go on that sushi date, and she hated him. Yeah. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you want to go out for sushi? And he's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, no, I mean real sushi. Ew. Yeah, nice Yeah. like imagine if she actually did mean like the gross sushi. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go for sushi? Well, men think that women think like they do. Yeah. They're like, tacos? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, tacos? Yeah, taco. Women don't speak in food euphemisms. Yeah. It's like, I don't look at every single Yannick food and think, like, vagina. Yeah, vagina. I actually never do. Unless it's, I like, a papaya, so. phallic food. Men just always think of penises, so I guess it makes sense that certain foods they're gonna think of um, vagina. Yeah, men are literally all gay, so. <laughs> well, men are just, like, obsessed with the penis. Like No, they are. That Freudian, they're the one. That Freudian thing, like, the... The that fixation that's men like he was mistaken it's men men are just totally preoccupied with their penises yeah they literally you can't even like walk past a guy on a normal day without him like pulling at his like balls in public (laughs) wait that's who charlotte dates the guy who can't stop scratching his balls right yeah, but that happens, like, every day. Like, I always just see guys doing that all the time. Yeah, they can't stop moving them around, touching them. Well, them. And, like, women wear, like, cheekies or thongs and stuff, and it's like, sure, we'd like to adjust, but we don't do that in fucking public. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They're animals. Men. Disgusting. Um, And then Ray and Carrie are in bed again, and... Her voiceover says, that night I decided to really talk to Ray. I figured we needed to catch the relationship up to the sex. Well, that was the plan. And she says to him, like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Like, he's trying to, like, kiss her, and she says, wait, I'm trying to ask you a question. Where did you go to school? And he says, all over. Oh, freckles on the leg, nothing wrong with that. As he's, like, looking at her legs, and it's a very weird thing to say, but he's yeah, also... Why, why would there be anything wrong with there being freckles on her legs? He's a loon, so. Um, he pulls her down the bed, like, killer style, and she's like, eee! And her voiceover says, it was my best relationship ever. Troubling. Yeah, very. And I'm sorry I have to repeat this, but Carrie's voiceover then says, Meanwhile, over at Casa de Lesbo. Yep. That's Yikes. what this show says. But this was written by gay men, too, so I feel like yeah. uh, we also need to use that as a disclaimer yes. in the early 2000s, so. Indeed. I mean, still, like, gay men have very little, like, camaraderie with lesbians. Yeah, I just think, yeah. Just, just don't, don't trust, like, white cis men, ever, regardless of yeah. whether they're gay or straight, to, like, have women's backs. 
Yeah, and yeah, stop like having them write like women's perspectives. Right, exactly. Just have women write them. Um, yeah, that's fair to say. Like a lot of the a lot of the directors for these episodes are uh, women, and like you know, women guest directors will come in and like do one episode at a time or a few episodes, handful of them, but the majority of like the writing and the storytelling is is all men gay, gay men. men yeah um, we're gay men and it's like clearly they just bless their hearts they don't really get it yeah <laughs> um and samantha says that coca veen was amazing you can paint you can cook you can do everything and maria says but you brought the most incredible dessert one bite and she feeds her a strawberry in her mouth, and they start kissing. <laughs> and Carrie's voiceover says she, Samantha decided if she was going to be gay, she'd be gay all the way. And Samantha says, I might not be much in the kitchen, but I'm more than enough in the bedroom. And she starts, like, she, like, puts her head down. And, like, immediately, like, right away, Maria says, Samantha, it's not really working for me. And she, like, says it while Samantha's, like, at her belly button. <laughs> She's, like, stop. But I... Th- I think, like, also, Samantha was going, like, she was, like, going down, she was going, like, mmm, baby. Like, she was, like, making <laughs> sounds like that. So I think that's, like, Maria was, like, mmm. Mmm, <laughs> baby. Like, she was, like, mmm, baby. Because I saw your note before, like, the episode, or, like, the, as the episode was yeah. going, and I was, like, oh, it's definitely because, like, Samantha was, like, saying, ooh, baby. Like, yeah, she's, like, going down there. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody being like, mm, yeah, baby, and just being like, yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is not working for me. <laughs> this is not working for me. Um, and Samantha says, oh, well, uh, Car- Carrie's voiceover says, it was a phrase Samantha had never heard in bed before. And Samantha says, well, honey, I've never gotten any complaints from the men. And Mar- Maria goes, well, men. <laughs> just like, yeah. Well, men. <laughs> well, men. And she says, I want you to look at me, connect with me. This is lovemaking. It's not a porno flick. I want to show you. I'm going to lay you down, and I want you to look at my boceta. It's the Portuguese word for pussy. <laughs> and Samantha <laughs> looks really concerned, like, okay. I literally want to use the word boceta because I hate the word pussy, so. I know, I don't like the word pussy either. I would literally rather say cunt than pussy. Just because the implication. I like you know? to just say vagina. Vagina. I know. Well, just like even the word vagina is like a pejorative. It means yeah. like sword sheath. It's fucked Vaginas? up. Vaginas? I know that pussy is. No, pussy mean was has always been a pejorative since like the fifteen like hundreds. That means um, effeminate man, and um, vagina comes from a Latin root word for sword sheath and so cunt is actually the only word for the vagina that does not mean any of those things and people are still offended by the word cunt yeah well so, like i like because like it gives both. a different connotation to it it's a rough around the edges word i would rather be called a cunt than like a bitch or you know a pussy certainly i mean people don't call women pussies because they expect women to be like delicate flowers or something whatever the fuck that word means um it's like a it's like a nasty word for a woman because it insinuates that she's like me well yeah even like in conversation if you say like oh yeah she's a cunt like as a joke or like like, he's a cunt (gasps) 
But like, it's not that way in like, like the UK. They say cunt all the time. Yeah, it doesn't have the same meaning. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we're at a bakery, or Miranda's at a bakery, and Carrie's voiceover says. Meanwhile, Miranda, still off sex and on chocolate, couldn't bring herself to order the seven eclairs she really wanted, so she just asked for one. And uh, to the counter guy, she goes, one cake, please, which do you recommend? And he says, I'd go with the Louvre, Monsieur Payard's signature chocolate cake. And Miranda goes, wow, sold. And he says, that'll be seventy-four fifty. like before he even takes it out of the counter, because I feel like he knows she'll be like, mm-hmm, that's a lot. Um... Even though she's a fancy lawyer lady, so whatever. His judgment is a little skewed. Um, and Carrie's voiceover says, Brandon decided that she didn't need a cake that badly, especially when she can make one for under $5. Every once in a while, a girl has to indulge herself. And she buys a box of Duncan Hines, and like you see it like slap on the counter, and she like stares at it like lovingly. And I relate to this because I literally have like an emergency like cake stash, like or cake mix stash in my pantry. Also, like, contro opinion, but nothing's better than a boxed cake mix. It's so good. I know. I agree. Nothing is as moist as a boxed cake. Well, I feel like what the the, the dragon that I'm chasing, like, cake-wise, other than the the uh, devil's... What was it? The diva cake? The black diva cake? Or not, it's not black diva. We'll cut that out. Um, the diva cake that we got. Oh. Um, at uh, Susie's Diner? Yes. I feel like I always want my cake to, like, literally be that, and it never is. It's always gross, so I just am going to ask for, like, can you just make me boxed cake, like, boxed chocolate mm-hmm. cake devil's food with, like, like frosting from the supermarket? Like, yep. that's what I want. Because the ones in the box, they have you use vegetable oil, and it's honestly, like, it's the only, it's, like, the perfect cake ingredient. Vegetable oil is, like, the perfect cake ingredient. Because nothing keeps it, like, squishier than, than that. It's so good. Like, honestly, I can't think of, like, any better cake than, like, a boxed cake mix or, like, the diva cake or, like, a flourless cake. Yeah. Th- th- those are, like, my top. Those are my I, top. Sorry. And occasionally I love, like, a coffee cake, like a flaky coffee cake. Oh, I love a, I love a Danish. Mm. A, a cheese Danish oh, is... Yes. The closest you could get to have it, in my opinion. Yes. Oh, so fucking good. So good. So we have like a bit of a montage now, um, which we don't have very often on this show, um, but we kind of cycle through a bunch of um, little vignettes of each each lady. Um, first, we see Carrie and Ray fucking, and Carrie like has a little moan, and then. We see Miranda eating her cake, and she moans, and then we see Samantha looking at Maria's uh, bocetta, and she <laughs> comes up and goes, oh, and uh, then we see Trey and Charlotte are fucking on an end table, and <laughs> Charlotte goes, Trey, Trey, I'm on the mallard, <laughs> and he goes, what, and she like takes out the duck from under her butt, and he goes, oh, sorry, and he like picks up the mallard and just tosses it, um, and then we go back to Miranda. We see her finish her piece of cake and, um, like, tosses out the, re- like, puts the rest back. And she's, like, still moaning. She's like, mm, mm, mm. <sighs> and, uh, <laughs> and 
we see Carrie and Ray fucking again, and then we see Miranda again, and she picks up the cake, she puts it down, she cuts herself another slice, and then we cut to her again, and we see that she's pro- eaten probably like half the cake, and then we see again in montages, we see her eat three more slices before putting it back in the refrigerator. Hold the phone. What is the mallard? He lives in the study. What is he doing on the end table? <laughs> we just need a screenshot of your face being like, he lives in the study. He lives in the study. <laughs> With those big glasses on your head. <laughs> he lives in the study. <laughs> the mallard there. lives in the study. For fuck's sake. They're what is he doing out here? He lives in the study. <laughs> um, also, like, can we talk about how Miranda, like, has this cake on a sheet of aluminum foil? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't understand it either. Like, maybe she doesn't have a baking pan, which, like, okay, sure, but, like, how do you, like, form the cake? <laughs> How did she form the cake? And why is she keeping it on just, like, a piece of foil and, like, storing it? She just, like, folds the foil over, and it's, like, what yeah. kind of nutcase, like... There's no bottom. It? Yeah. It's, it's just, like, like, loose on the bottom, like a slinky. <laughs> she's she just, like, got... She's, like, cake fart. She's got, like, cake all over her hands. She's, like, whoa. <laughs> I got all this cake. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte were at brunch, or are at brunch, and Charlotte says, he still hasn't asked me to move back in. We make love all over the apartment, then in the morning, I get up and get a cab home, like a Park Avenue hooker. And I said, excuse your mouth. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Watch out for fantasy. Well, I was doing Tammy Brown from the reunion. Excuse your yeah. mouth. At RuPaul, and RuPaul's like... <laughs> we- have you have you seen the vine that goes watch your profanity? <laughs> yes. I just like what's with the language used in this episode? Very derogatory. Yeah. They're like, let's get all our slurs out in one episode. Yeah. Get it all out. <laughs> they're like, let's yeah. See what we can do. Let's call them the like the gays, like white gays in the writers' room. They're like, let's call them lesbos. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like sipping like a martini or yeah. something. Let's call them lesbos. And they just like throw oh, the rosy. <laughs> and they just like throw the wine, the martini glass at the wall, and they all start <laughs> laughing. And then later <laughs> on, let's have a guy at Vogue creep on Carrie and call her Cookie. <laughs> and then he drops his pants. And they're for Oh boy. So Miranda says, can't you bring it up? And Charlotte says, no, we finally got the penis working. I don't want to scare it. Why can't I have the relationship and the sex? Why is it one or the other? Carrie says, you got me. And Miranda says, I want to order. Where's the lesbian du jour? And Carrie says, listen, guys, when she gets here, we have to talk about her relationship. She was kind of mad we didn't take it seriously last time. And Charlotte says, oh, please, she isn't having a relationship. She's just doing this to bug us. It's like, ugh. You're all psychotic, you're all bigots, and you're such terrible friends, I would never speak to you again. No, they're terrible fucking friends, and it reminds me of uh, 
my Christian aunt that I don't talk to anymore, she was like, she was seeing a therapist uh, when my cousin was like, she started dating women in like high school. And the therapist, which was also like a Christian nut job, mm-hmm. she said she was like, oh, she's only doing it to get a rise out of you. Oh, God. What a fucking moron. <clears throat> yeah. My parents were like, uh, pretty, pretty sure no. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, then Carrie says, I don't know. They haven't had sex yet. She wants it to be special. And Charlotte says, really? Then we should be supportive. This is the healthiest thing Samantha's done in a long time. And Miranda goes, does anyone want to split the chocolate pudding? And as far as treats go, this is another like little treat side discussion. I think pudding is the fucking worst. I like pudding, but it's definitely like not a treat. You know what I mean? It's not like... like I don't feel like I'm indulging when I have pudding. That's I'm why I'd rather like, not do it. I'm not like, ooh. <laughs> like, I'm, ah, this is so bad. Unless it's, it's like, like a geriatric. Like, like a old... parfait or something. Yeah, I mean, I like, to... so I like to have vanilla pudding with strawberries. Yeah, that's good. That's like a fave treat of mine. But I don't, it doesn't feel like bad because usually pudding oh, is yeah. pretty low calorie like 80 calories yeah it's nothing um yeah so i don't know and it's also very geriatric people that order pudding at like a diner are like 80 years old yeah it's weird. women young women do not order that i would never think to order that and i'd I order like, like ice cream and i feel like old people order it because it's like a low sugar treat and because like they don't have to chew it <laughs> yeah that too they don't have teeth <laughs> <laughs> or they're sensitive Welcome to our show where we just hate on old people. It's the age. We're ageist. <laughs> ageist of the city cast. <laughs> Breaking my hair. Um, and uh, Samantha goes, morning, ladies, as she walks in. And Charlotte says, hi, tell us about the relationship. How is everything going with Maria? Like, very eager. And Samantha's like, well, did you know that when a v- vagina gets engorged, it expands to the size of a fist? It's like a fabulous cave. And Miranda says, I guess they've had sex. And Carrie says, apparently so. And Samantha says, and we have three holes down there. And Charlotte says, okay, stop talking about your relationship. And Samantha says, but it's fascinating. There are places a dick just can't go. And Carrie says, some dicks manage just fine. And, like, my note was, okay, Carrie, pretty sure you just admitted to, like, never coming from, like, ever fucking men, like, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't, also, I don't get it. It's like, why are you just, like, shitting, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't understand what the point would be to be like, yeah, well, can you, have you seen what a dick can do? Like, clearly she has. She's Samantha. Yeah. She knows well, what a dick is Carrie's, like. Carrie's getting defensive. <laughs> like, She's taking uh, Samantha's, like, good sex as a slight to her good sex. Oh, yeah. For sure. Exactly. She's, she, like she said, she's been out-sexed. Yeah. So Carrie's, like, on the defense. Um, and Samantha goes, please, Miranda has ten dicks. And she waves her fingers. And Miranda says, for the record, you started this. And she nods at Charlotte. And Carrie says, I'm sorry, but a finger is not a dick. And it's like, yeah, no shit. She knows. Thanks, dumbass. Yeah. And Miranda says, yes, the finger is more like a third of a dick. So technically, Maria, Maria only has three and a third dicks. And Samantha says, I can tell you right now, this, and she does like a jabbing motion, is not the same as 
this. And she does a little swirling motion with her fingers. Carrie laughs, and Charlotte says, put that away. And Samantha says, I'm just trying, or I'm just saying that size has nothing to do with it. And Miranda says, what's happening to you? And Samantha says, I'm getting an education. Not only do I know everything there is to know about the glorious Buceta, that's Portuguese for pussy, by the way. And Carrie says, Buceta schmagina, let's call the whole thing off. And Samantha says, the most important thing is that Maria has taught me how to connect during sex. It's not just some animal act. It's about two people making love. Charlie goes, yeah. And Carrie goes, yeah. Because she's fucking jealous. <laughs> yeah, she's not connecting with uh, Ray. At all. Um, so she arrives at Ray's, and uh, Ray says, I couldn't pick He's like, he just arrives at the door shirtless, first of all. So she's already like, okay. And <laughs> she's like trying to kiss him. And he goes, I couldn't pick a shirt. Red, blue, I don't know. Come on in. I'm making margaritas. And he like runs over to the blender and like starts making a margarita. And again, he's like shirtless. And she's kind of like, like trying to get his attention. And she's like, hey, hey, look what I brought. My, my first jazz CD. A spoon. <laughs> Hit him with the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> um... She's like, look what I bought today. My first jazz CD. And uh, that's a set, Carrie. That's a set. Uh, it was big, thick volume. And he, like, looks up for just, like, a millisecond. He goes, no, 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 no. You got to hear that in vinyl. You, you got to hear that in vinyl. And he, like, Chicago dating. <laughs> and he's, like, looking for the vinyl in his, like, collection. And he's like, Bleh. And she's like, wait, Ray, 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 stop, stop, stop. Don't play anything. Don't scat. Don't chop, don't blend, don't, don't, don't. Can we just, can we just sit and talk for a while? And he, like, turns around and he goes, oh. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking lunatic, by the way. He does, oh, he does. The gotta talk girl, gotta talk, gotta talk. What are you thinking? Where's this going? <laughs> like, he's talking in code. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, the gotta talk girl. <laughs> gotta talk girl, gotta talk. Where's this going? What are we doing? And she goes, I, I'm not that girl. I'm not, I'm not any kind of girl. I just want to talk. You know, talk. Like, where are you from? You, you said something about the Jersey Shore? And he goes, yeah, I spent a couple of summers there. I used to walk on the boardwalk. There was a skeet shooting place. I used to go with my buddies. And Carrie goes, on the Jersey Shore? And he goes, upstate New York. College. And <laughs> pull. And he, like, points at Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a gun. Yeah, he opens the trombone at her. <laughs> And he goes, why no skeet in the city? I love the skeet. They should open one in New York. Maybe sell a club. Canned corn. When was the last time you had canned corn? That sounds good right now. You hungry? And he, like, just shoves the trombone in her hand and, like, goes to look for canned corn. And she goes, no, I'm not hungry because I just met, you know, my... And he goes, I had a pot pie in Vegas once. It was loaded with corn. <laughs> he does sound like a lunatic. Yeah. And Carrie's voiceover says, As Ray talked, I realized he wasn't spontaneous and unpredictable and thrilling. He was just a guy with ADHD. What kind of rela relationship could I have with a guy I couldn't even talk to? I'd have to end it. This is a fair armchair analysis on Carrie's part, but also she doesn't believe in therapy, so let's just take that with a grain of salt. Uh, this man does have attention deficit issues. Yeah, I'm. So, I feel like this is when ADD started to become like a pop diagnosis too. Yeah, totally. When like every kid had ADD, and like every kid was being prescribed Ritalin at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he just keeps talking and talking and talking, and <laughs> and then he pops his head up and he goes, "You like pies?" <laughs> remind, actually that reminds me of this like little weirdo that we worked with at our last job and one time he's like he we had this instant messaging client and he like messaged me and i'm like oh god here we go you know and because he was really irritating he was like this little sprite and he was always fucking talking <laughs> like jonathan <And>, yes <laughs> only like jonathan talking like 10 times as fast and he's like i so I gotta ask you. That was like what he sent. I gotta ask you. You like pie? <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's like, what's your favorite kind of pie? And I was like, I don't know. French silk? And he's like, no, no, no. Reese's pie. <laughs> and so Carrie's like, this is a lost cause. I gotta break it off with him. And she just goes, hey, Ray, Ray, you wanna play me? And so he's like, yeah. And he, like, comes over to her, and she goes, eventually, and her voiceover. And then they start dancing and kissing, and they're going to bone. And then we're in Charlotte and Trey's bedroom, and Carrie's voiceover says, Meanwhile, Uptown, Charlotte gave Trey one more chance to ask her to move in. And it's, like, post-coitus, um, and Trey just says, I'm just going to say it. Next time I'm hard, would you consider measuring my John Thomas? And Charlotte says, uh, what, No. And Trey says, I understand. It's juvenile, I know. But I've just never seen it like this. And Charlotte says, I'm going to take a shower. And she goes to the shower. Uh, or uh, Charlotte's vo- or Carrie's voiceover says, sorry. Um, Charlotte was never a woman who cared much about penises. I know a penis was ruining her life. And Trey just goes, ah, forget it. And Charlotte's in the shower. And she's like really like lathering up her scalp like getting pissed in the shower reminds me of like angry showers that I take um and Carrie's voice over says as Charlotte lathered up she really started to get lathered up who did he think he was he was her husband and she was his wife what the hell was going on in this upper east side nightmare and she runs back into the bedroom her hair still dripping her makeup like smearing down her face and she says Trey I am so sick of being married to your penis I am a person this is supposed to be a relationship. I am done walking on eggshells. Oh, don't talk about moving it in front of the penis. It might go soft. The penis likes this. The penis doesn't like that. And the penis wants to be measured. And Trey says, it was just a thought. And Charlotte says, well, here's another thought. Shove this marriage up your ass. And she's, like, getting ready to go, putting on her, like, little uh, rain jacket or little whatever over her, like, nightgown and wet hair. And he goes, Charlotte, don't go. And she says, no, I'm going home to my own apartment where I have a leave. I hope that you and your penis have a very lovely night. And she slams the door. Go Charlotte. And then we're in Miranda's kitchen, and Carrie's voiceover says, meanwhile, Miranda was getting fed up as well with herself. And she cuts, like, a really, really, like, thin little slice of cake and um, then just takes the entire cake and tosses it in the garbage. And she, like, we see her leave the room. And then she, like, peeks back in, and she just, like, reaches into the garbage can and takes another tiny piece. Huh. And you mentioned and, that the garbage oh, yeah. can is, like, really popular from the early 2000s. Yeah, it was, like, that pearl, like, plastic, and it was orange. It reminds me of, like, uh, like, Limited 2 or, like, Delia's or something. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the, the home section for them, like, for kids. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, she just immediately picks up the phone and calls Carrie, and she gets her voicemail, and she says, I know you're probably busy having mind-blowing sex right now, but I feel that you need to know that your good friend Miranda Hobbs has just taken a piece of cake out of the garbage and eaten it. You'll probably need this information when you check me into the Betty Crocker Clinic. And then um, to dissuade herself from eating any more, she takes dish soap and just pours it all over the cake in the garbage can. And Carrie's voiceover says, That night, Miranda realized she'd been using chocolate as a substitute for sex, and now she, see she needed a substitute for chocolate. And she, like, is restless, rolling around in bed, and she just takes out her vibrator and carries her voice for her says, the strike was officially over. And it's like, again, I don't understand that. Yeah, why wouldn't you just know that you were horny? Like, why couldn't you just use that? Or, I don't know. Why does your men's strike include masturbation? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean, like, you can't have sex with yourself. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. She's, she's trying to dissuade herself from thinking about women while she yeah. bangs herself. She doesn't want to think about Busetta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's thinking about that sweet Busetta. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Just like the leg freckles. Nothing wrong with that, Busetta! <laughs> <laughs> Just like the leg freckles. The more the merrier. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Busetta! <laughs> um... <laughs> And then Marie and Samantha are banging, and uh, we see Samantha's head, like, in between Marie's legs. And Carrie's voiceover goes, Just when she thought she knew everything there was to know about women, Samantha caused the very elusive female ejaculation. And it makes, like, a disgusting, like, splat sound on her face. It was like, Pfft. Like, I don't know. Any any fluids going on to my face, not into. Um, and Samantha says... Was that good or bad? And Maria goes, that was very good. And Carrie's voiceover says, Samantha got the relationship and the sex. In fact, a little more sex than she'd expected. And then we see Carrie and Ray in the morning, and Ray gets up to go get a glass of water, and Carrie's voiceover says, the next morning I had a new thought. Maybe Ray was like Jazz. Instead of trying to make him be something else, I needed to let go and appreciate him for what he was. Truly mind-blowing sex. And uh, she's just sitting there, like, thinking about it. And she's, like, giggling to herself, which is, like, <laughs> weird. Yeah. And then she just hears a banjo being played. Yep. And uh, she's, like, She's, like, fuck? here we go again. <laughs> she's, like, what the fuck? And uh, she walks into the living room and sees him just sitting on the couch playing the banjo nude. And she's just like, he doesn't notice her at all. He, like, completely forgot that she's there. He completely forgot about the glass of water. And she just, like, backs away slowly back to bed. And her voiceover says, Unfortunately, I got the feeling Ray had stopped playing me and moved on to another instrument. And then at Charlotte's apartment, uh, we hear Scottish violin music softly playing as Trey is at the door holding her wedding ring. He knocks on the door. He says, You left something at my... In my apartment. Charlotte, I really, I want you to move in and get rid of this old apartment. Stay all night, every night. And wake up to me, wake up next to me every morning and be my wife. Charlotte says, you do? And Trey says, I talked it over with my penis and we both agree. I don't want to lose you sh again, Charlotte. Will you remarry me? And like, my comment was at least Trey has like a cute sense of humor sometimes. I just, think, um, I think Trey is, like, kind of a social moron. You know what I mean? I don't think he yeah. means to do any of this. He's sort of oblivious. That's, like, his biggest sin is he's, like, Ugh, his head's in the clouds, you know? 
he cares. He doesn't know anything, yeah. He cares about her, but he's, like, so not in touch with her feelings, with his feelings, with any, like, feelings at all. He's he's sort of, like, a dummy. He grew up in, like, a really weird, weird like, household, too. Like, right, right. His dad died when he was, like, like I think young, and his mom was, like, a freak who, like, watched him bathe, and, like, she was never home even though she didn't work. She was, like, going out at night or something, like... It's just very weird, very old money, very, like... Raised by nanny type know. feel. Yeah. But also, like, probably, like, weird, like, old money secrets. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and Charlie goes, yes, Chai McNoogle, I will remarry you. And he puts the ring on her finger and the kiss. And then we see Carrie walking home, and she walks by a guy playing the saxophone on the street and, like, gives him a few bucks... And her voiceover says, walking home from ADD, another dating disaster, I worry that there's a reason they called it mind-blowing sex. Maybe that kind of physical connection obliterates the chance of an intellectual one, or maybe it's possible to find both. That's what I was hoping, because great sex is great, but I still like a song with a melody that I can sing to. Was it really a disaster? Just seems like you dated someone and it didn't really work out doesn't really seem like a disaster like your relationship with big was a disaster right. you like breaking natasha's tooth or like you being there for her getting her tooth broken while you're sneaking out of her or her apartment that's a disaster but uh, not really like fucking a dude who can't focus <laughs> yeah carrie doesn't want to see big as a disaster though she's like <laughs> What happened happened. It's fine. We have friends now. <laughs> it's like she's It's like, bigger than big. Yeah. It's, it's like a cosmic connection. Oh god. She's a fucking idiot. I don't know. This was not a disaster at I all. Hate it's just that she didn't have a a personal connection with this guy. Like, is that a disaster? I don't think yeah. so. He ended up being kind of a Not weird. really, it just sounds like dating. Yeah. Exactly. Sounds like dating. Totally like normal, benevolent guy too. Like just kind of a wacko. Yeah, total wacko. There, are worse, there but... are worse people in the world. Uh, evil? Don't think so, no. Wait, what? Big? I said evil? Don't think so, no. But big? Big's a little evil. But then he turns into, like, a complete fucking dunce the last, like, two seasons, so. Right. I just mean, like, Ray. There's There are worse dates you can go on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. Ray was just not... He couldn't focus. Uh... On to the next. Yeah, it's like she's acting an, another dating disaster. It was really that bad. You had great sex and then you lost touch. Yeah, you can like call him up if you ever want to again because I'm sure he'd be down. <laughs> exactly. He'd be like, "Who? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Who is this?" <laughs> um, I liked this episode though. Lots of cringe therein. Yeah, it was a fun one. Uh, I love this season, and I'm happy we are just beginning it. So, best season ever, in my opinion. I'm glad to be back on. Thanks for sticking with us, Me guys. too. <clears throat> Sorry for the hiatus. Uh, we'll be more active with the memes and stuff. Drop us uh, some DMs. Tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear. Um, yeah. We yep. love being here, so... Yep, thanks for, yeah, thanks for listening to us after <laughs> a prolonged vacation. <laughs> it was less than three months. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we actually put out an episode the week I got back from 
uh, England because we recorded it and Brad had some issues with the audio, so it actually went out not too long ago. We're not bad. We don't take, like, uh, summer breaks or whatever. We take little breaks, sure, but we come back, so. Yeah, so deal with it. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll try to post more stuff. We're busy we will. gals, you know? Yeah, living in a body and, like, having a job and stuff is really fucking exhausting. It's true. She's right. But anyway, thanks, guys. We love you. Have a great evening. We are your hosts. I'm Antoinette. I'm Katrina, and thanks for listening. Good night. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sex and the City Cast. Want to jerk us off? Metaphorically. Didn't like it? Listen, bitch. Did Sex and the City Cast turn you from an MRA to a woke bay? Or did we cuck the shit out of you? Let us know by emailing us at info at satcast.org or visiting our website at satcast.org. Each episode is written, annotated, and hosted by Antoinetta and Katrina. Artwork by Antoinetta, sound licenses available upon request. And lovingly edited by Brad.